0: If anyone wishes to come after me, that person must deny themselves, pick up their cross daily, and follow me. Whoever wishes to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. My dear friends, I I think we all can admit whenever we hear this teaching, it challenges us. We all feel challenged. And Peter and the rest of the apostles were struggling to understand why the cross. Jesus said, it is necessary that the Son of Man suffer and die in order to enter into His glory. And it was clear in the teaching that we have heard again this morning that our way to heaven is also through the cross our lives must participate intimately in the mystery of the cross of Christ. And there is a cross that you and I must carry that is a share in the cross of Jesus. And there is no following Jesus into glory unless we too pass through the cross. If you and I were to embrace and follow a Christianity without the cross, it would be a false gospel. Christianity does not make sense without the cross. So let's together this morning understand together why the cross and how this mystery deeply intersects with your life and mine and why we need it. One image that I like that helps me is to remember that the cross has a vertical beam which can represent all that aligns with God. God's will, God's goodness, God's love and mercy, all the gospel virtues, but then there's the horizontal beam which represents all that is contrary to God and His life. When sin entered the world, this Contrary, uh, well, contrariness entered human life. Sin brought much that was against the Lord, that was contrary to God's will, His goodness, His love, pride, anger, hatred, unforgiveness, jealousy, envy, and we could go on with that list things that are contrary. And so Jesus comes and He takes this all upon Himself. All the sin, the wounds, the brokenness, the evil, the darkness, He takes it all upon Himself on the cross and He puts it to death so that everything within us can be reconciled, forgiven, and realigned with God. There are two crosses that you and I must carry that are unavoidable for our Christian life. The first cross is the cross of the disciple. And what this cross is, it's a yes to Jesus with Him to be willing to endure any hardship, trial, or suffering in our transformation into the likeness of Jesus. It is our yes to the realignment of everything in our soul with the heart of God. To be willing to suffer anything to resist temptation and reject sin. Let me give just a few examples. Let's say I'm going through the week and someone does something to me that offends and hurts me. And my initial reaction can often be one of anger. And then pride can get in there and make it hard for me to let go and forgive. And now I can hang on to resentment, to bitterness, and judge that person and want them to be punished. And so my heart starts to become disaligned. It's at this moment when the power of the cross of Christ is ready to come and help me. And as I feel the pride and the anger to help me keep my heart aligned with the heart of Jesus and not fall into anger or pride or resentment, and if I do, to bring that sin to the power of the cross, to be forgiven and righted and aligned with Jesus. Another example, we know that we are called to walk the path of purity. Blessed are the pure of heart. And yet we all know every single one of us how often we can be tempted to lust and our culture does not help us very much right here. And so I can be going through the week, let's say I'm reading a novel, watching something on TV, browsing the internet, and there's the temptation. And now my heart is inclining toward lust. And if I don't make the right choice, my heart can become contrary to the heart of Jesus and His purity. But the power of the cross of Christ is ready at that moment to give me the grace to reject that temptation, to not take that second look to get off that website, to stop watching that raunchy TV show, or put down the book, and reject the sin of lust so that my heart can stay aligned with the heart of God. And when we fall into lust, praise the Lord, we can bring that sin to the cross and be forgiven, and again righted with the heart of Jesus. Last example. This is common. How many times are we nudged throughout the day and the week to do something kind and thoughtful and selfless and generous towards someone else just to help out around the house? And what do we feel sometimes? Sloth laziness. Contrary to what Jesus says, we want to save our life. We want to protect our comfort and our ease and our pleasure, and we don't want to extend ourselves and give our life. We save it sometimes. And again at that moment, I can feel the contrariness in my heart. The temptation to be slothful and selfish and the power of the cross is ready to help me to reject that and to keep my heart aligned with the self-giving love of Jesus. Sometimes we give in to the sloth, don't we? Then I can take that sin to the power of the cross and again align my heart with God's. Do you see how much we need the cross? This denying ourselves, dying to the old life of sin so that we can live in the risen life of Jesus? This is what prepares us to carry the other cross, the cross of the Apostle. How much are you and I willing to suffer, bear, endure, so that others may encounter Jesus and know His love, His mercy, His healing, to know freedom from sin, to know Life in Christ. We look at Jesus and we see what he was willing to suffer that we could know him, that we could experience mercy, that we could know healing for our wounds, that we could know the joy and peace of a new life in Jesus. There are people in your life and mine for whom we are concerned. Those who do not know God, those who do not believe in Jesus, those who may have had faith but then left it, and now they're making choices that are very harmful, that are taking them away from the Lord and will have painful consequences. What are you and I willing to suffer that they come to know Jesus? Am I going to try to save and protect my life and not step out in courage in those situations where I can talk about God and about faith? And how about when it's thrown right back in my face? and it's rejected, am I willing to bear that suffering for the sake of their conversion and hang in there? Do I offer the Mass for these people that I know? Do I pray for them? My heart that aches for their conversion, do I bring that pain to the cross of Jesus and unite it, offering it for them? so that the pain becomes redemptive and salvific. You see, my dear friends, Christianity without the cross is a false Christianity. We need the cross. And now Jesus comes to us in the Eucharist with His power so that you and I can say yes to the cross of a disciple, and continue to grow in the likeness of Jesus, and say yes to the cross of the apostle, and give our lives that others may know him. And this is what leads us with Jesus to the glory of eternal life. Amen.